This week, in homes across the United States of America, families are making their annual pilgrimage, coming together to break bread, catch up, and judge cousin Karen for her new boyfriend. In the kitchen of those homes, aunts, uncles, grandmothers, and new additions to the family looking to score brownie points with their in-laws are all huddled around making final preparations to the family's feast. At some point, an item is needed from the fridge. Perhaps it is of mashed potatoes or deviled eggs. Maybe it's a vat of freshly made cranberry sauce. No matter the item, the well-meaning helper sent by Aunt Linda opens the door to discover a complete mystery inside. Inside that cooler sits not one, not two, but six containers. They each are of a light brown plastic cylinder, a dark brown printing on the sides and lid. The well-meaning family member swallows as they are forced to choose which container holds the requested item and which one contains simply country crock. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Join a couple of dolts as we dote out some anecdotes. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Woo! <laughs> was that a turkey? <laughs> that was my attempt at a turkey. I thought it was being murdered. Oh. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what they sound like. Now it's right being here. pleasured. <laughs> That's the main call. <laughs> Welcome to Anecdotal Dote, Woo! the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy whose intro is also this week's advice. Joining me on the podcast is my co-host and the gravy to my turkey, Ben Lehman. Hello, Ben. Hello, John. I don't know. I don't know if I like being referred to as gravy. <laughs> But I mean, it's fine. It was I clever. Mean, it's cute. You are you are rich in Can flavor, <laughs> made from a paste <laughs> and drippings of fat. Of my fat. And that's another fat joke. Great. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. So, John, tell us what is your advice this week? Okay, so my advice this week is that instant mashed potatoes should be made the day they are consumed. Hmm. Um, mm. My family every year gets into an annual fight. It's a tradition of ours for Thanksgiving <laughs> because my aunt, um, she they like to do a lot of prep work for Thanksgiving. And so they for every Thanksgiving, they always do a lot of they like make as much as they can the night before. And then they like keep it in because we are from the south. They keep them in like country crock Tupperware. Okay. Um, and they put, they like make everything and then they microwave it all. And then we have Ugh. like warm Thanksgiving food. And so oh. we found out several years ago that one thing that they made the night before was instant mashed potatoes. And my father, who is um, very particular about such things, mm -hmm. was like, why on earth are you making instant <laughs> mashed potatoes? Something that is uh. made to be very quickly made the night before and then you're reheating them in the microwave 
So <laughs> sounds we, lovely. Though, I know, I'm sure right? We, and togetherness <laughs> is what matters. <laughs> what usually ends. I mean, it's not what matters on Thanksgiving. <laughs> the food matters. It's true. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it right and now. And it usually ends with my mother very upset because she thinks <laughs> we're attacking her family, and we're like, oh, it's dear. our family too, mom. <laughs> um, but we end up. Mom and I usually will be the ones to like head up the meal that we have at our house. And so like we do made from scratch everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's made the day of, and it's always hot and there's always tons of it. Um, and so that's kind of like the compromise we've ended up doing. And mom thought that would shut up the great mashed potato debate. And it <laughs> did not. <laughs> so you don't think this is going to change this year. This isn't going to be the, the record year where just the debate breaks and your mother finally throws away the, country crock containers <laughs> um well it's funny because country crock no matter where you grew up that's the container your mom saved to you yeah like everybody i well i saw on everybody Facebook. had a country crock and you never knew it was like a gamble when you open it up in the fridge like this could be mac and cheese or it could be like instant mashed potato from 1980 or it could be country crock or it could actually be country crock but that was the l- ultimate disappointment yes and that was always the least likely of the options <laughs> indeed <laughs> one of the con- country crock containers was bound to be country crock <laughs> so with it being thanksgiving I figured... <laughs> was that better that was that was great okay i'm just gonna keep trying every time you say thanksgiving <laughs> In hopes that I get it right. Good. Okay. okay. So you've, you've got some time to perfect this. All right. Um, so that's our theme this week. Um, so we've kind of talked about our, you know, food in general, but what is your, what's your favorite Thanksgiving tradition that your family does? Okay. Well, mine is, this is super weird. I, I, <laughs> my mother, and I don't even know where these came from, but you know, like, um, what are they called? Precious moments. Yes. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Okay. Well, these weren't them. But they looked like them. And there's like these pilgrim statuettes. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I don't know, they're a good like three apples high. They're like Smurf sized. Okay. Scary enough, spooky enough to be like, if they came to life, you would be scared of them. And you have to punt kick them. Right? So So instead of precious moments, they're cherished seconds. (laughs) Cherished seconds, yes. Tarnished seconds. (laughs) And I, (laughs) well, but anyway, we, my mother used to put them out every year. And not because she liked them, but she, because she knew they that that they were creepy, and that we thought they were creepy, and we affectionately called them the children of the corn. <laughs> and so now my mother has been gone for uh, a number of years, and so I still have the children of the corn, and I bring them out every Thanksgiving time, and it reminds me affectionately of my mom and my family and how wacky Thanksgivings were at our oh, house. Oh, that's so great. Now, so. That's so sweet. Yeah, there you go. Get your Kleenex here on Thanksgiving <laughs> hour. Oh, I did it to myself because I said Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> that one was bad. Um, I well, I guess the only Thanksgiving tradition I can think of. I mean, we do like the typical weird one where everyone goes around and says what they're thankful for, mm. which is always weird because my family does not. We're not a serious people. Um, my mom and dad can be very serious, but my brother and I. And my sister kind of refused to let things be serious. So we never, like, we never have, like, a real moment with each other. Yeah. Um, but the mashed potato thing, the instant mashed potatoes, that's the closest thing I think we have to a Thanksgiving tradition is uh, us all getting into that annual argument about it. Um, 
Um, okay, so what is your uh, favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh, gosh. What do you have well, to have on the table? This is hard for me to talk about. <laughs> uh, Thanksgiving is like my favorite meal of the mm. year. I really look forward to it. Um, and one thing that I absolutely love, love, love more than anything else is stuffing, but specifically the way my father makes stuffing. Does it like, have the oysters or whatever? In no, it? it's oh, nothing okay. funky in it, but okay. just something like about the way that he does it. It's just the right, like just all the right number of things. And it's just your basic, mm-hmm. like, be, you know, bells in a freaking bag, but then he roasts it with the turkey. And just something about how he does the whole mm-hmm. thing that makes the stuffing taste real good. It's like yeah. crunchy on the outside, then you get like squishy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Whatever. For me, it's, uh, it's, have you ever had Watergate salad? I think I know what it is, but tell me, is it like ambrosia? I don't think is so. It's sweet. It's, it's a dessert. Okay. It's a uh, pistachio pudding mixed with Cool Whip yeah. and pineapple chunks mm-hmm. and marshmallows yes i've had this oh, okay yeah we call it ambrosia oh is that what it's called oh, okay here at our church basement at our church bean <laughs> suppers it was ambrosia it's, okay. it can be watergate salad in your church that's fine <laughs> but that was always growing up we always called it the green stuff we the never green knew what stuff, it was called yeah. but that was always the thing that we always loved having mm-hmm. and my great aunt for years always made sure that we had it because she knew I loved it. And so that was always th- something that I was like, oh, I got to have the got to have the green stuff at a Thanksgiving. <laughs> the Watergate salad, yo. They cracked the code. Yeah. So what is your th- least favorite Thanksgiving food? Okay, least favorite Thanksgiving food is turnip. At Thanksgiving? Yeah. Oh. I don't like turnip in general. I don't like yeah. very many vegetables. Um, I love squash, though, and there's not that much difference. And I like parsnips, but not turnip. It's bizarre. But, I don't think like, I've ever had a turnip. I kept thinking beet for a second. I've had beet, but I've oh, never had turnip. Oh, no, turnips, that's also a main thing, because mm. it's one of the things that, like, grows really heartily here. So people, like, grow a crop of turnips or whatever, uh, for, oh, and squash okay. for their root cellar or whatever. Oh, okay. So, yeah, turnip. But it's mashed with butter and salt and pepper. It's similar to squash, but it's... Not as yummy. Okay, okay, all right. It tastes like sour feet. Oh. Sort of like cabbage. Oh, no. Yeah. The texture's nothing like cabbage. It's like <laughs> gross. It's gross like cabbage. Just trust me. Now it's time for a new segment we are pretty excited about. Doltish anecdotes doted upon us by our listeners. We put out a call on social media for your best Thanksgiving stories, and here are a few that we've gotten. One listener said, my dad sneezed once following dinner and he split a chair in two and landed on the floor. It was so funny. (laughs) Oh, dear God. Um, Another person (laughs) said, we had a thanks-a-ween, I guess that's a Thanksgiving and Halloween Uh mashup, uh, where we all wore costumes to Thanksgiving dinner. That sounds pretty fun, actually. I would do that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I do think that sounds kind of fun. I would come as a giant turkey, of course. Oh, Oh, that's a good idea. Um, would you come as? Would you come with me to dinner and be the Swedish chef, and I'll be Big Bird, and, <gasps> and you I can could chase just chase you around, around. <laughs> to measure me? Curvin to Bird, Curvin, Curvin to Turkey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does this say? Okay, only one year, my extremely dysfunctional family decided to have a real family Thanksgiving at my grandparents' home which was a very small trailer. I don't think we had ever gotten together as a family even once besides that year, not even for weddings or funerals. 
Most of the time, several of us are missing for many reasons, but I will never forget this year. We are such a bizarre mix of people. To give an example, I have a cousin who is a professional MMA fighter for several years. <laughs> one who has participated in two Iditarods. That's impressive. I don't even that's know what that thing, is. That's the thing with the dogs, the sled dogs. They fight them? No, they no. Was that a, no. <laughs> What's no, it's a sled dog race. Oh, is that a main thing? <laughs> no, it's like an Alaska thing. I'm so confused. <laughs> so two Iditarods. Two who have been in and out of jail or prison. Oh my god. Is there a distinction between jail and prison? I think so. I think one's like federal security? and one's, okay, one's sorry. not. <laughs> two have been in and out of jail or prison several times. A police detective. One who is a talented musician. <laughs> Thank god he's a talented musician. <laughs> One who could easily appear on an episode of Hoarders. It's because they have like a couple cats. And that is just one generation. This person seems really judgy. I don't know who you are, but I know we're trying to keep these anonymous, but like, let's who hurt you? It honestly could make for a great movie or TV show. A comedy, of course. I don't even have a story about what happened. (laughs) But it was probably one of the weirdest days of my life. I mean, I feel like that's that's like Avengers, but for like that was a serious reality game Thanksgiving yeah, story. But like Half for reality television, that Thanksgiving <laughs> they just like evaporated. <laughs> the talented musician was just gone and appeared on MTV. Right. And one of my favorite responses from, was from a listener who happens to be my sister, who just sent a photo of my brother at the head of the dinner table with his shirt completely off and the caption, I don't even know what's going on here. I just have this weird random Thanksgiving photo. Fun fact to listeners. <laughs> my brother is now a father. And that picture of my brother standing at the foot of the dinner table <laughs> with his shirt off, just proudly showing off his stomach will forever be ingrained in his child's memory. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's preserved. It's a family story it's to true. share. He, he does that often, though. I think I'm going to argue for positive masculinity and body positivity in that. I mean, yes. Action for his son. So, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. But I also, I um, my family has a, a comedy mockumentary documentary like The Office oh. that we have on YouTube. Oh, my God. And... We try and record an episode whenever we're all together. And one of them, I wanted Jacob to be like in nothing but his underwear for a joke. (laughs) And Jacob is my brother. And he was like, no, um, I I don't want people at work knowing that I do this kind of stuff. But it's like, he does it any other time. Like if if you say something about like, oh, he won't take a shirt. Come out, come out as a wacky comedian. He does it like he has no inhibitions. I, I, on the other hand, would never take my shirt off. Even I in don't the know shower. that I'd put that on YouTube. I am a never nude, even when in the comfort of my own home. I'm an always nude. Um, uh, that is true, ladies and gentlemen. He is now sitting here stark naked. I am. I could in not. the middle. It was, it's hot in here. You have it dialed to up my to chair. like. <laughs> 90s. I'm not sticking to anything. I am powdered and fresh. If you stood up right now, the chair would not move. That's from not your true. Ass. I am powdered and fresh, and I have full range of motion. Well, thank you to everyone who submitted their stories to us. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. If you don't like what you heard, still subscribe. It doesn't hurt you either way. If you have a story inspired by our buzzword, we would love to hear from you. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Send them into us written, filmed, or by audio at theanecdotaldote 
at gmail.com. You do know you just said the anecdotal anecdotal dot <laughs> at gmail.com. I need to check in. Anecdotal dot <laughs> at gmail.com. Anecdotal dudes <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> So that is anecdotaldote at gmail.com. Remember, everyone has a story to tell, especially you. So share your stories with us. A barely successful podcast with a decent audience base. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Wait, was that is that on? Did you record that, me yeah. saying I sound like an idiot? That's great. Splash that all over everything. <laughs>